Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. Welcome back to Commonwealth Conversations, everyday Minute Man and Minute Woman stories. I'm Nathan Strauss, joined by freshman star on the UMass women's basketball team, Lily Talalay. Out of New Zealand and onto the court, she has made a huge impact in Mike Leffler's first year. Lily, first and foremost, thanks so much for joining us. How's it going? Thank you for having me. It's going great. We just had a great practice this afternoon um, before our game tomorrow. I also had class, which was not as great, but um, but I'm feeling good. Talk to me about how you wound up at UMass. I know in the A10, there are a good amount of Australian and New Zealand uh, players, but what was the journey like for you to wind up here in Amherst? Um, I had a very long recruiting journey. Um, I talked about it with my team. When you're coming to America as an international athlete, you have to kind of put yourself out there quite early. So I started when I was probably 16, maybe even 15, started to try and put film out there and get feelers. Um, So I had waited for that kind of perfect fit, people would say. Um, And I waited basically until the end of when I had to commit. And luckily this amazing opportunity at UMass came up. Um, Mike Leffler, Coach Leffler, he reached out to me. Um, I didn't even visit before I came. I just, I talked to him and I really, really bought into what he was telling me about how he wanted to build up the team this year. I know that um, it was a little bit scary for him as it was for me having so many new people coming into the team, but um, I loved him. I loved what he pitched. I love the academic side of UMass. I'm really into business and there's a great business school here. So I just leaped at the opportunity, no questions asked and ended up in a very, very good situation. I think when people think of New Zealand, they immediately think of the All Blacks or the Black Ferns, but there's something different going on with the Tall Ferns, the the basketball program um, in New Zealand. What is the sort of basketball education side of things like there? Like, what was it like growing up playing basketball rather than the sport that I think about New Zealand for rugby or even even soccer? Yeah, so... Um, my family is also a very big rugby family, as is pretty much every family in New Zealand. You know, you grow up watching the sport. All of my cousins, who are mostly boys, they all played rugby. Um, and there's another sport called netball in New Zealand, which is like really big New Zealand, Australia. That's usually what girls played growing up. That's what my mum played and what my, I played mainly growing up. 
Um, but my dad was a really big basketball fan. He he loved all the greats, Michael Jordan. He always was um had jerseys like that. And my auntie, she had a signed Kobe Bryant jersey. And so there was like little hints of basketball throughout my life. And then I just decided to, to give it a go through schools. Um, you play this thing called mini ball. And as you grow up, you progress to basketball. Um, and it just, it really started to kick off the more I just put myself into, into those situations. I was absolutely atrocious when I first started. I was really tall, really lanky, didn't have any knowledge of basketball at all. Um, but as I started to grow into my body and understand how fun the sport is and how freeing it can be, um, I started to work a lot harder to fix that lankiness and fix that terrible skills. Um, and I started to work towards bigger opportunities like representing my country um, from the under 14 level and now to the tall ferns level, which is the women's national team. Um, so yeah, through a lot of hard work and a lot of work with my dad, especially he's been my biggest supporter as well as my mom, but I finally, finally got there. It would be like if I grew up like idolizing Jonah Lomu or something. Yeah. Or like <laughs> if I grew up like collecting Richie McCaw exactly. uh, kits or something, you know, um, I also, I used to play rugby to stay in shape for really? my, for my, so I was a soccer player. I used yeah. to play touch sevens or occasionally 15s um in the summer just because like physically I I just I was a winger so like it just kept yeah. kept you in such good shape um but I love it and uh it's a it's a great sport for those of you who uh aren't familiar but talk, talk to me about what the adjustment was like you get to Amherst this summer um and and you I mean you're moving literally halfway across the globe what was it like settling in and uh that trip to Croatia talk me through that the first couple months it was it was all really exciting. I I'm a person who gets excited by all the little things, like just kind of being around my teammates makes me really happy, or just kind of walking into facilities that makes me really excited. So to completely move over here, have a whole new experience. Um, my dad brought me over, and he stayed for a little while, which was really helpful. Just to, you know, buy the essentials like a mat things I wouldn't know to buy, like a mattress topper. I didn't know what that was, or those kinds of things. Until you spend the until you spend the first night on one of those twin oh. XLs in a dorm, and you wake up with a sore back, then <laughs> then you know what it is. Then I know, yeah, a hundred percent. So I had that. I had the privilege of him bringing me over, which I um will always appreciate. Um, and the first few weeks, I will I will admit it was really overwhelming. Um, UMass has a has a beautiful campus. Um, I didn't have a scooter when I first got here or no one really had their cars yet. So I was walking everywhere, which was good to get my bearings. Um, and then I just really enjoyed the workouts. I think that it was a really good opportunity to get to know my teammates, but also get close with my coaches, um, specifically my position coach, Coach Fitz. We did a lot of work early on on working through um or I guess setting goals for things I wanted to improve on physically, but also mentally. Um, it was a really nice amount of time with, you know, no school. You're just working out every day, you get to hang out with your teammates, just team team bonding, which was which was really useful because um, it's nerve wracking being an international coming into a team um, full of, I guess, locals, not all from mass, but from America. I mean, most um, places are more local. More, most places are <laughs> going to end up being more local than Wellington, to be fair. That is very, very true. So, yeah, it was it was a nice opportunity just to kind of basically be stuck together for a couple months and have to get to know each other. Um, it was great. I really appreciated it. And then our trip to Croatia, 
it, it was amazing. Um, I have traveled to a few countries in Europe um, th- through basketball as well. So I had some knowledge of that. But for some of our girls, it was their first time going out of the country. So it was really cool to be a part of that experience for them as well. You know, learning about different currencies, like the way things run in different countries. Um, for me, I loved it because they play FIBA rules in Croatia. And so it was like I got to play a little bit of home basketball for a little while. Um, so that was really nice. But it was a it was a great opportunity to have fun. That's what Coach Leffler really pushed, like, it was, a, it was a business trip for sure, you know, learning to play, how to play together and getting our offenses down. But it was a trip for fun to get new experiences and gain those kind of memories together. I think memories is what builds team culture. And so, I mean, all of these pictures on my wall are from Croatia. Um, so it was definitely one of my one of my highlights of my experience so far. I think I see a mattress topper there too, which is uh, really good news. Um <laughs> You mentioned FIBA rules, and obviously the rules are different um, at the international level. And I actually just watched a documentary a little while ago about the Redeem team, the U.S. national team, um, and sort of how they practiced, I guess, when the Olympics were about to start to get used to those rules. Um, Mm -hmm. But you've started the last dozen games now, uh, and I, I feel like we've seen you grow a lot. But what was the hardest thing to get used to as far as the pace of play, what gets called and what doesn't, and sort of those rule adjustments. Yeah, I, the biggest difference for me, and I think it was really evident if you look at my first few games compared to now, was the foul calls. Um, I would say that FIBA, FIBA lets you get away with a little bit more um, than they do in NCAA. Um, so in my first few games, I definitely gave some good hard fouls that Coach Leffler and Coach, all of the coaches were like, not not here that doesn't you can't do that one um so that one definitely took me a while to adjust to just because it's some of its muscle memory um with the things you do as a player so that one took a while a lot of a lot of film a lot of getting called up and up and backs in practice for fouling um that's probably the biggest difference the only other one I would say would be the shot clock difference I mean you have a 30 second shot clock in NCAA and FIBA it's 24 that resets to 14 so um, the pace of NCAA is different but also at a high level internationally it's 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 quite quick in terms of how much time you have to run an offense. Now there are a couple of events coming up that I want to just plug here quickly. Uh, First for this upcoming weekend you're going to Rose Hill um, to play Fordham on Saturday. Rose Hill or Fordham by the way the program that really started, I think, the trend in the A-10 of bringing players in from Australia and uh, New Zealand as well. Um, But for that game, there are 20 free tickets available um, for that game. Uh, If you are in the New York area, no RSVP required. Meet up at Pugsley's, which is uh, a spot I'm imagining close uh, to the Fordham gym. Uh, For more details on this event, look at the Mass Collective social medias and uh, then on Sunday, back in Amherst, there's a pregame tailgate um, in lot 67 right before the men's team takes on Rhode Island, um, and that should be a lot of fun. BYOB, but there'll be pizza, snacks, DJ, music, etc., um, and it should be it should be a lot of fun. When you, as a player who obviously is from you know New Zealand, when you see players who are from who are also from that area of the world on other teams, do you guys sort of like? have a little bro moment before the game being like, <laughs> yeah, I see you and I see you. I know sort of where you come from. 
Yeah, never before the game. Everybody's really logged in after the game. Yes, we will have a little moment. Um, New Zealand and Australia are so connected through basketball that generally I know most of the other people um, who are from the area and are at those schools. Like in Fordham, they have a player on the men's team that I know, Zach Riley. Um, when we played LaSalle, there's a girl there. Her name's Emily Tahata. I knew her as well. There's a lot of there's a lot of players. Like you know, a lot. There's a small collective of us that are spread throughout the country. Um, we all know of each other and we're all kind of there for each other as as a support system. Um, but yeah, it is it is nice to have a bit of hear your own accent for a little bit, even if it's for five minutes. It's nice to catch up with someone who is having a very similar experience to you. I remember talking to uh, I might be a little bit older than you is a little bit older than you, but Kendall Haramaya, who is from Fangare, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I just remember she had a game at the Mullen Center where she scored thirty seven points, and I think she hit eleven threes, and that was the year that UMass won the A tens. But I just remember talking to her about she had to stay on campus during COVID and couldn't go home yeah. for like two and a half years, and that sounds very very difficult. Yeah, I'm I'm close with Kenny. We um played in the national team together and done a couple tours and then when we go back and I have my amateur contract for the last couple of years in the in the pro league, um, we've played against together played against each other. And I will say that she has definitely kept hitting eleven threes every single game. So <laughs> love her, but also sometimes that's very annoying when we have to play against her. You had a the team this year is in an interesting spot because you not only have so many new players to this program, only three returning players from last year, but also aside from you know Sarah, Jess, George, and and Mike Leffler, you had an entirely new coaching staff that was blending together for the first time as well. Just how have you seen the team come together as far as the players, but also as far as like the players and coaches go? How has the sort of the, the team as a unit grown in the last couple months? I think that it's actually a really beautiful opportunity to have so many new people um, and so many new coaches, especially for Coach Leffler, because he kind of gets like a completely blank canvas to build up the program how he wants to, um, which is something that he said a lot to me during my recruitment, which is something I was really interested in, to be a part of something new and I guess the build up of what can be a, a really, really great program and a really great experience for Coach Leffler. Um, We all actually clicked really well straight away um us and the coaches I remember in the first few months like in the summer period we would go to our coach's office and just eat lunch with them instead of just eating lunch with with ourselves we would go and talk to them the men's players would come and talk to our coaches like they just created this sense of family away from home a home away from home um especially for me I I really enjoyed that they were always inclusive they always want to know what's going on with my life. They were really interested, genuinely interested in meeting my family and making sure that I was okay and getting anything else that I needed. Um, so we all clicked really well. And then, like I said before, the trip to Croatia was, was I guess, a pinnacle point in our ability to bond as a team. And I think as the season's gone on, we've definitely gone a lot closer than we than we already were. Now, I've seen your parents courtside when they were here for a couple of <laughs> weeks. Tell me about your family. Like I, you mentioned, you know, how your dad was a big basketball fan and how your mom played netball. But tell me about them as as people. What was what was it like growing up in, in, in the Talalay family? <laughs> my family, just to start with my family, is my everything. I couldn't have gone here without them and I couldn't be 
as successful as I am now without their support. Um, I am an only child, but I'm also a Polynesian. And I don't know if you know, but Polynesians have huge families. Like I have so many cousins. Every time we go to an away game, I always have somebody at the game. There's always, I've got some family friend, a cousin, an auntie. Yeah, you've got an auntie somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, somebody is somewhere. Um, My family is, uh, I would say, if I had to describe them, I would say ride or dies. Like my when I was younger and I first went to the junior MBA, one of my dad's brothers came all the way to Indonesia to watch me trial. And then when I made the team and we went to Orlando, half of I, two of my dad's brothers also came over to watch. Um, yeah, my family on my dad's side, I'm one of the younger ones. And on my mum's, I'm the oldest. So um, they are always really, really supportive of me. Growing up in the Taolalei family, I would say is 100% all the time. Like if you see one of us, the rest of us are there. If we we do everything as a collective and that's something that I, it's my favorite thing about my family that I know if I had to pick up the phone and I called any member of my family, I said, I'm having a hard time. Can you come over and visit? They, they'd be here in a heartbeat if they could. So um, yeah, I love my family and always pay my like what's it called I don't know how to describe it I like pay my success to I give my success to them basically saying like without their help I couldn't have done what I've done so far it sounds like I really need to be invited to a Talale family dinner so I can also take part in that uh it sounds really great I I saw the way I saw the way they cheered you on and just the amount of focus there um was was really really uh nice and and speaking of you know on the court we talked a little bit about this team being more or less entirely new. Who were the players or the people who helped you as far as your teammates go, who kind of helped you settle in and who you've learned the most from so far? I would definitely say our post group. Um, We are called the, we call ourselves the wheelhouse. It's like a little inside joke thing that we have with coach Fitz, um, which includes um, myself, Breland Bellamy, Stephanie, Kalasia, um, Chi Chinae and Mackenzie Jones and Coach Fitz, clear. Um, our little collective has been really, really good, um, in supporting each other and getting each other through the hard moments, but also being each other's biggest supporters when we succeed. Um, myself personally, I'm an overthinker as a player, especially being in the position that I'm in. Um, as a freshman, there's a lot of there's, I wouldn't say there's pressure from others, but the biggest pressure is the stuff I put on myself. Um, so we've really gotten to a point, like especially Brie, um, she's been my rock throughout the season so far. Every time I'm about to put my head down, she can tell and she comes over and gives me a bit of a pick-me-up or she's also really good at keeping me accountable when I need to perform a bit better. Like she, she knows that I can get to a certain point in my game. So she knows how to pick me up and also how to keep me, keep my head high. So I would say our core group, but especially Brie so far has been a big rock for me. What has been the biggest surprise about American culture for you? Oh, that is a tough one. I was just saying the other day, I've started making a list about things that surprise me or things that are like words that are different and those kinds of things. What was the question? The biggest surprise about American culture? Yeah. I would say... I love the commitment that fans have to their teams and to their sports. 
New Zealand, we have we have a great rugby culture and all of those things, but we are a bit of a bandwagon country. Like whoever's winning, you somehow find your way back to that team. Um, but here, over here, no matter like win or lose, people really commit to who they love and they will they will argue for who the teams that they love, they will rip the brand, rip their favorite player. And I just love that kind of all in culture, like especially at our home games. Um, for the participation that we do have from fans and also the band that comes and the students, they give so much support when they see you around campus. And so that kind of uplifting culture is is something that I was really surprising to me, very different and something that I really love. That's such a good answer. And I would never have known. That. That's <laughs> like a very, that's like a very, very like detailed and yeah. interesting answer. I like the idea of a country being like a bandwagon country. <laughs> But I guess when you are the All Blacks and you've dominated the sport for the better part of the last 60 years, um, you end up, yeah, at least as far as rugby goes, you end up getting that mentality. Yeah, rugby's a ride or die, but other ones, it's a little iffy. (laughs) Last one for you. You've got a couple of weeks left in the regular season. Then we're actually literally today a month away from the start of the A-10 tournament. It's crazy. (laughs) What? Do you, what are the goals that you would set for yourself or for the team in the next couple of weeks? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I think a, a really good goal that I guess to keep it simple would be consistency for both myself and the team. For me, consistency in my ability to perform um, and just kind of give value when I'm on the court. And one of the biggest things for me is staying out of foul trouble because that way I'm able to stay on the court and continue to, I guess, what's it called, provide points or rebounds or a defensive presence for my team. And then as a collective, I think just being consistent in the energy that we put into every single game, um, whether it's a team that we think we should beat or the team that the odds are against us, I think we should always be giving 100% and be consistent in the way that we want to play um, in the way that we are before the game, after the game, during the game, all of those things should just be consistent for us for these last um, few games before conference play or the 18 conference champions. Lily, if people want to follow you on social media, where can you be found? I can be found everywhere. <laughs> um, Instagram, I believe my Instagram and my Twitter are the same, which is just Lily Tolale and then an underscore. Um, those are my main two. There's a TikTok account, but we don't need to find that one. <laughs> we can keep that one private. No, Instagram is, is the main one, which is just first name, last name, with an underscore. Well, Lily, uh, speaking for myself, and I'm sure for other fans out there as well, it's been uh, it's been awesome watching you this year. Um, you've got a, a sort of poise about your game that I think is very uncommon for for first year players, and I'm I'm super excited, and I know the rest of the fans out there are super excited for what the rest of this year holds for you, but also, you know, the rest of your career. Uh, it's been, it's been great to to watch you this year. And now I feel like I know a lot more that I can mention on the broadcast tomorrow. So thank you so much for, for joining us and uh, sharing so much about yourself. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. A reminder that for UMass fans in the New York area, there is an event coming up this Saturday before UMass takes on Fordham. It's been a big rivalry game the last couple of years between UMass and the Rams. So check out the Masco, the Mass Collective's social media pages on Instagram and Twitter to learn more about that. There are free tickets up for grabs, as well as, I believe, possibly some food and drink as well. And then on Sunday, back in Amherst, the men's team takes on one of the other three 
teams that are named the Rams in the A-10, Rhode Island. That game is a precursor to the Super Bowl on Sunday, 2 p.m. start, but there is a tailgate sponsored by the Mass Collective starting earlier that day. There'll be pizza, bring your own beverage as far as libations goes, but there will be pizza, snacks, a DJ, and more. And it should be, um, as the kids say, a really good vibe, I think. Um, So I'm not... I'm only two years out of school, but I feel like whenever I say like, oh, kids these days, you know, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm gradually becoming my parents. But anyways, Lily, thank you so much. Best of luck tomorrow and this Saturday at Fordham and the rest of the season. And uh, we'll be sure to catch up with you at some point in the future. Thank you so much. This has been Commonwealth Conversations. I've been your host, Nathan Strauss. Follow the collective, support the collective, and we'll see you all next time. Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So, UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.